welcome to the next Reality TV rant. Today on the show, we continue the Survivor Top 42 countdown as voted on by the Facebook group I'm in, Survivor Fan Jury. The season that was voted out second, Survivor Season 22, Redemption Island. This season first aired February 16th, 2011, and let's dive in, shall we? I'll be starting out this podcast by going through a season recap as a whole through my notes. I have about four pages worth of notes this time, which is kind of hilarious. Um, The good and the bad of the season, again, through my notes. The good and the bad of the cast through my notes. I'll rate the winner from a scale 1 to 42. Go over the feedback form I released and the questions I asked on it. Answer the fan fan questions asked on the feedback form. And announce what season ended up in 40th place on this poll. Alright, let's dive into my notes. There's a lot of them. So first of all, Russell, Rob, switch, things be different. I put that down. This season featured Rob versus Russell, Rob Mariano versus Russell Hance in an epic rivalry. And I I will dive, we'll go into this in greater detail a little later on in the podcast as, as it's, there's so much to unpack with that and so much variables to consider with that, that we should leave that for later the former federal agent reveal hilarious so in episode one philip shepherd um when the characters on the show revealed that he was a former federal agent and he expected it to be this huge reveal turns out it wasn't overly a big reveal as people didn't actually nobody believes them throughout the entire season people like are just like there's like a question mark beside it but i don't get it like i mean if you're gonna apply for a show like why would they why would you put a fake thing, your fake job be former federal agent? Like, I feel like that's a little bit questionable. So I think, like, everyone should just believe them right out the gate. Um, go Christina. Christina Kell on Omotepe found a hidden immunity idol within minutes of the game. and was actually poised to take over the game until, or potentially challenge Rob for the game until she made a bad move. Working with Philip, which is the next note on the list. Um, Russell should have laid low. Russell needed to lay low. Like that should have been the strategy for Russell right out of the gates. He should have just laid low, just worked hard around camp, didn't look for idols, didn't like talk to anybody really, just like work because frankly, he was just annoying. He 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 just played terrible from start to finish. And it was for the four episodes he was in, it was start to finish, just terrible gameplay. Um Best first tribal ever put that in there because that was one of the better first tribal councils with philip going off on francesca and christina and it was just hilarious to watch him mispronounce french quesqua and then hated francesca did not like francesca never liked francesca and found it hilarious she was first boot twice it was single-handedly the funniest thing ever so do not do not like francesca uh russell is awful but Russell's awful. Um, I remember watching and thinking like Russell's just plain terrible. Like he's aligning with the wrong people. Like he's not, he's not making an effort to become Russell 1.0. He's just being Russell 2.0, and it's kind of terrible to watch, watch that unfold. Rob is doing great right out of the gate. Rob was in complete control from start to finish, and a lot of people say it's because the cast was dumb. I don't think, I don't think so. I think he was doing 
Oh, I skipped over this. Ralph finding the idol was dumb luck. Now, Ralph, one of the players on Season 22, found a hidden immunity idol right out of the gates. It was dumb luck. He was picking up rocks, and he picked up an idol. Like, that was just completely dumb luck that he found that idol. Anyone could have found it. It was just dumb luck he did. Um, Matt was dumb. Matt was single, sing, was the single dumbest player ever. Like, he went in on Episode 2, and he shook the hands of the winning tribe and that pissed off rob to where he voted he wanted to vote him off and he voted him off and blindsided him once and that blindsided him for the first time and that was just guys just was flat out dumb so russell was bad so bad at this game i put russell was so bad at this game russell is it was unbelievable to watch how bad russell is at this game like he just has no interpersonal skills whatsoever he was not not very good with people. So I put that down. Playing all the hits two episodes in. Russell basically plays all the hits two episodes in where he's saying, if you're not with me, you're against me. And all that jazz. And it's like, stop it, man. Just stop it. And Ralph, you got the... I put Ralph, you got the idol. Chill. Chill, the clue is useless. Basically, Ralph throws a temper tantrum when Russell grabs the clue to the idol and hides it from everyone and shouldn't have been as big a deal as it was because as i said ralph had the idol at that point so like he shouldn't be as upset because like the idol's use the clue's useless if somebody else has the idol think think monkey think like hey um i put russell wouldn't have been able to control philip and i put this down because um russell because if Rob and Russell switch tribes, I put this down for that because Rob was able to control Philip's emotions and kind of lead him to where he wanted him to go. Whereas I feel like Russell would never been able to pull that off because Philip's too too much of a wild card. So I put that there. Um, Redemption Island leaves a little bit to be desired. It's a bit to be desired. I put that in there. Um, I just remember thinking Redemption Island was a little bit of a dull, dull twist at the time and i think it was kind of as i said i still reiterate it was a dull twist um jailbreak challenge is awesome i personally love the jailbreak challenge um they did a redemption island duel where they had to be in a jail cell and they tie sticks and they had to like reach for a key i found that to be really cool i like that challenge a lot and i think they need to bring that back in some form because that's pretty awesome um yeah, pus-filled rash is gross. Gross skins. There's some a lot of gross skin stuff. Like they showed Russell with like a pus-filled rash on his armpits, and it's like that's disgusting. Like we don't need to see that. Okay, Survivor, so give your give your head a shake. Throwing up the challenge is so dumb, and I put this down because you should never throw a challenge on Survivor, ever, under any circumstances, never ever. Like the point point of the early ages of Survivors to win immunity to gain numbers because you could throw a challenge at like three or four in you don't throw a challenge right out of the gates because then you're just asking for trouble and this after tribe was just asking for trouble i put don't make it learn look obvious dave dave look made that throw look so obvious it was ridiculous there's a point where he was standing at the puzzle and just looking at the puzzle it's like if you're trying to throw a challenge don't make it look obvious at least be moving some pieces around like, don't say, oh, well, my mind was working. Your mind wasn't working. Just just don't do it, man. Just flat out don't do it.
uh, Rob learned a lot, which is awesome. It was it was hilarious to watch Rob, like see how much Rob actually improved and learned from his like time on Heroes versus Villains. It was it was impressive to watch, where he disregarded the clue to the idol the first time. This time around, he knows he knew what to look for, and it was it was hilarious hilarious to watch. Um, I put the clue was stupid. They Rob got a clue to the idol where it said the clue it the clue could basically be anywhere that was basically the clue and that's terrible like survivor needs to give their head a shake what they come with the clues like don't don't make the clue that off like that terrible um make the clue at least be a little bit make the clue at least even though rob finds that with one clue but still i don't think it was because of the clue i think it was because he knew he kind of knew where to look um julie should have flipped um i think and I put moved by Russell almost worked. I think Julie should have 100% flipped at that point. I think it was kind of insane of her not to flip at that point um, and vote off Ralph because, like I said, Ralph had an idol and she could have taken out an idol. But it would have it and it would have been it almost did work. And I think it was just the allure of Russell that kind of got got it. And Steph put Stephanie was right in a sense. I'm trying to remember why Stephanie was right at that point. I might have to actually rewatch that because I don't remember why I put Stephanie was right. I think Stephanie was right because she she was making points about keeping Russell around. And I think and like he shouldn't throw a challenge in that like at all because you need to be winning at this point. And I think that was right. Sarita is horrible. Sarita is one of the characters on Zapatera, and she is just like just god awful um russell's vote off was hilarious russell's vote off was just the single funniest moment he is to just to watch his face and watch how angry he looked when he got voted off was just price was just priceless it was just priceless um what if russell had come back i put that in there as a note i think we can dive into that a little later on into the podcast as well because i do believe had Russell come back, this game could have been a lot different. Um, had Russell beat Matt and won every other duel. I don't actually think he wins any other duel after that, though. I don't believe he was that good at challenges to where he could win out at the end. Um, I put Philip is awesome. And I put Philip is awesome because Philip is just a great character. Philip is just, just amaze balls of a character and just amazing to watch. Watch, and I thought Philip was awesome. Um, religion talk is annoying. I put that in there. Uh, Sarita is horrible. I reiterated that in my notes. Um, that Sarita is just flat out terrible. And then Russell finding his Russellness at the end was awesome, where he basically just threw down everything with his tribe and got Ralph to admit that he had found a hidden immunity idol, which was hilarious <laughs> to watch. Um, royal treatment idol find was awesome. Um, Rob does a whole royal treatment thing thing with finding his idol where he basically just has his tribe lay out on a beach all day and he goes and he finds an idol by basically faking gastrointestinal stress which i thought was hilarious um and but rob is killing it rob was crushing it rob was absolutely dominating this game at that point he had then found an idol he had complete control of his tribe it was it was fun to watch zapatera is I put lol at Sears advertisement because they did a challenge for Sears, for Sears advertisement, which I thought was funny. Um, Zapatera is so boring. After Russell leaves, Zapatera just becomes the most boring tribe ever. They are so boring. They are not interesting at all, to say the least. 
um, Julie equals broken record. Julie in two back-to-back episodes says, well, I hope us throwing that challenge doesn't come back to bite us in karma. It's like, we get it. You don't have to keep repeating yourself. We get it. Karma, like karmically, you guys are terrible at this. Um, most polite fight ever. There was a fight between Sarita and David that was literally where Sarita told, said that David shouldn't be doing the word puzzles. Stephanie should be because David under pressure is horrible. And they just have like one of the most polite fights you'll ever see. It it was just ridiculous. Um, Zap, Zap 6 had no strategy. That's Zapadera 6 had just terrible strategy from start to finish. It was just horrible to see. And then, but Rob having fun, some fun is fun seeing Rob have some fun. It was nice to actually like see Rob Mariano just not only play the game, but actually appear like he was having fun playing the game. Like it seemed like he was having the time of his life out there playing the game. Um, Stephanie is Stephanie's great. I put there that in there because Stephanie Valencia was just light years awesome she was she was great at this game she was great she was great to watch she was entertaining and i wish she would have got on second chances but she never did um duels kind of suck kind of suck some of the duels this season were just terrible like it was one of the duels was basically where they had to do like a memory game and it was just like come on like one of them was like they had to make like a three by three cube it's like Come on, guys. Like, you could be a little, work a little harder with your duels. Like, your set pieces for your duels could be a little bit harder. Um, um, Gameplay is different if Zap gets ball in. At the last vote before the last meeting challenge for the merge, Zapater is one ball away from throwing it into a tube to get, um, move on. And I feel like if they, Zapatero wins that challenge. The game plays out a lot differently. Like, Philip gets voted off, and then either Philip comes back or Matt comes back, and then Zapatero is up 6-5 six, up six, and then 6-6. Six, six, and I don't believe, I don't think Philip would join back up. And I also believe Matt might might have also joined them. Who knows? Um, Clue and Volcano Iconic. That was just hilarious to watch um, because Rob found a clue to the idol with the weird cylindrical cookies and threw it basically like doesn't matter what it says because i already have that so throw it in the vault he threw it in an active volcano which i thought was funny um sharia win- winning equals six versus six situation no map line set basically basically i put that in there because i believe that if sarita had won that duel the game might have been a little more interesting because it would have would have 100 been a six on six situation and that could have made the game a little more interesting feel like matt matt foreshadowed going back it was kind of like matt's like i don't really need like matt's like come on guys give me a minute right out of the gates and jeff's like you could be voted right back in and it was kind of foreshadowing because he got voted off that same episode sent right back um andrea is smart she just needs to flip damn it i put that in there because andrea was entirely intelligent but she needed just to, to just do it she needed just to flip she need to make the decision for Matt and not let Matt make this decision for her, which is what happened. And I feel like if she would have made, just made the decision, decision, this game could have been a little more interesting. Again, I put it in here, religion talk is annoying. I don't need to keep harping on it, on it, but it was kind of annoying. Um, 
Matt, you idiot, you screwed Andrea. Basically, Matt screwed Andrea out of potentially making it to the final three because he basically says, tells Rob that him and her were trying to flip and basically just screwed, like, forces her into rejoining with Rob and staying to the six only to be voted out at final six and then final five. Five again when she comes back. Um, um, where, where are they getting the pens and paper? Matt... Mike leaves a note for Matt and it makes me wonder like where they're getting all these like pens and papers because to my knowledge in like the early seasons of Survivor they don't have a lot of pens and paper um to my knowledge to my knowledge so I don't really know where that is um Ralph wasted an idol his idol Ralph played his idol completely wrong he played it for Mike when Mike wasn't even getting any votes which is stupid should have played it for Matt but he didn't I don't know like I guess they never thought Matt would get voted off which ends up happening, which was absolutely genius. Rob played it perfectly. He got his six people to vote off Matt. Um, it was hilarious. And I put it. And I put in my next on my next page of notes. Top of my next page of notes. Russell sh- or Andrea should have flipped flipped it without Matt. Like I think her planning this without like her playing this game with Matt was her biggest mistake. Like she should have like flipped and made Matt make the decision because Matt could have stayed at that point if she had just flipped. Um, Redemption Island would have been better if it ended pre-jury. I believe that this game, if they just ended Redemption Island at the pre-jury, then Matt might have been more inclined to flip. And I feel like or Matt or Andrew would have been more inclined to flip because they realized that there would be no real repercussions to their actions if they do it, which I found to be kind of cool. Um, I put Julie, it's a game, get over it. Julie basically goes on a tirade that like, oh my God, that poor kid getting voted off again, sent to Redemption Island. It's a game. Like, it's a game, man. Like, just, like, he gets voted off twice, whoop de doo That's the nature of the game. Um, Ralph helping Philip, Ralph helped Philip and screwed Ashley, basically by trying to convince Ashley to vote, to talk strategy with him, he screws, screws Ashley and um, helps Philip because Philip becomes Rob's new number three. Um, spitting challenge is gross. Anything where they are spitting, just terrible, disgusting challenge. Um, Mike screwing with Rob, hilarious. Basically, Rob tries to find an. Basically, Mike and Dave screw with that Omatepe by digging around a flagpole, thinking there might be an idol there, which I found to be hilarious. Um, this is the buddy system on steroids. There's an episode of Winners at War where they said this is the buddy system on steroids. No, this season's the buddy system on steroids. They basically don't even go to the bathroom without someone else. Like, it's just uncomfortable. And they, like, hold the hand of their people. And then Ralph, Philip and the feather. Philip gets basically gets a feather on his cap, finds a feather and puts it on his forehead, which I find to be kind of weird and weird and i mean but philip was an odd duck and it was kind of hilarious to watch but cults are bad rob basically has like a rob basically runs his tribe like a cult and i put cults are bad because cults are bad people um rob at halfway through the next halfway through the episode where they both vote off philip where they both vote off they vote off mike and dave rob calls a shot he basically says i'm taking philip and natalie to the final three and that's who he ends up going to the final three with 
Um, I put Philip is super smart. Philip is actually highly intelligent. Like he knows what he's doing when it comes to the game. And he was playing for a second shot. He wasn't. He knew when he was playing Rob that he couldn't really get to the end and win. So like he had to kind of adjust his strategy a little bit, which I thought was kind of interesting. Um, Stealth R Us is iconic. Like the whole Stealth R Us. First thing we hear, time we hear Stealth R Us, that's iconic. I found that to be really iconic. Um, it's not a duel if it, if it, anymore if it's three people. I put that in there because they had a three-person duel. It's not a duel. That's called like a truel or something, something like that. I don't know. Um, Philip taking taking it to race thing was oof. Um, basically, I put that in there because there's a whole rice wars situation where where Philip where Philip gets all like oh. You calling me crazy is basically you calling me the n-word and it was just this whole big like race thing in that episode that I just found to be a bit oof. Never hide clothes people. Julie takes Philip's shorts and hides them and basically makes him wear the gross pink underwear, pink tidy whities to tribal which is just gross. Like don't do it guys. Just stop. No hiding clothes on Survivor. Um, Pros handled the rice wars thing well. He basically handled handled the um, tribal council with the whole racing surprisingly well better than you would have expected him to handle especially coming off of like the last season i watched thailand where he didn't handle the gandia situation well at all and so i found that to be interesting um i put here production helped philip find his shorts philip said he got like a vision from his grandpa where his shorts were production helped him find his shorts like come on like they they didn't they they felt they felt bad and they were like no, he should not have to walk around with pink tidy whities for the rest of the game. Like, let's find it. Let's tell him where his shorts are yeah, and pretend it was a vision. Um, poor Matt, but it's your own. Or, yeah. And then Philip misquoting 12 Angry Men was annoying. I put that in there. He basically misquotes um, 12 Angry Men. You can't hit where he's like, you can't handle some truth. And he misquotes it completely and it just just bothered me um stop calling philip crazy philip in the last episode said that he mistakes people calling him crazy for calling him the n-word and in an episode and they basically like dive into that into tribal and everyone agrees just basically stop but people still call him crazy after that stop calling him crazy okay he like that's not a that's not okay to keep calling him crazy after he tells you to stop calling him crazy um, poor Matt, but it's your own fault. Matt basically does it to himself. Like, he got eliminated. He did the elimination thing to himself, pretty much. Like, like, like he shouldn't, like, he's like, God's literally been carrying me. First of all, it's figuratively, not literally. Um, like, can't, can't stand that. And basically, it's just like, dude, you did this to yourself. So don't, don't go being all weird about it now. Um, the cake eating was gross. Basically, the cake eating thing was just terrible. See, it was basically them just shoving cake, like handfuls of cake in their mouth. It was disgusting. Um, no one could uh, no one could understand Ralph. Basically, there was a conversation where Ralph, where Ralph and Steve, and Ralph, Steve had to say like, "What? Like, what are you saying? Like, what are you saying? Like four times? It's like, come on, guys. Like, like stop trying to understand Ralph. Um, and then." poor read on steve there was a poor read on steve that they basically they said steve was actually like 
super intelligent, which she wasn't, and like was gonna go on a run, which again wasn't true because he was because he was like really old. And then I put poor Steve because because again, like it was poor Steve. He lost that Muni challenge and then got sent home in the same episode as Ralph. I put four people is not a duel anymore. That's a quadruple. Like stop with these like four people duels. Like they're like just stick to two people and call it a duel. Don't call it a duel anymore. Call it a challenge. Um family visits suck. Family visits I put suck in general. I don't like family visits like at all. I put here Mike made made the right call. Mike has a choice when he wins the duel to either keep love for himself give love to everyone else on still in the game or give loved ones to Ralph and Matt. And he chooses to give it to everyone else. And it was the right call. 100% the right call because like what's he going to do with his mom? Just talk to her for like an hour and then leave and basically in front of Mike and Ralph like they would have hated him for that. Uh and then basically if he gets back they would just vote him off right away. I mean they would have done it anyways, but basically just don't do it. It's terrible. Rob is a legend. I put Rob as a legend because Rob basically is just handling this game completely. He's running this show. Um, Jeff, it's figuratively. Jeff kept streaming. Rob had a uh, shirt on where his family was on his, where a picture of his family was on the back. And he's, Jeff kept saying, Rob is literally carrying his family on his back. It's figuratively, Jeff. Figuratively, not literally. Um, Rob crushed that challenge. Rob crushed the stare challenge, which was hilarious. Um, then Andrew gets voted off, and then Ralph basically tells her to sleep on the floor, which I'm like, not cool, Ralph. Like, you, not cool. Like, you basically say, they didn't treat us with respect, we're not treating with you with respect. It's like, shut the fuck up, Ralph. Like, seriously, you did that to yourself. Don't, don't get all high, mate. Um, poor Andrea. But poor Andrea, she had to sleep on the floor and basically live with Ralph, and that was just a nightmare. Um, again, and I reiterate this, stop calling... Philip crazy. They keep they keep doing it. They keep referring to Philip as crazy. It's like just stop it. Like he told me not to do it for a reason. So stop it. Um, but justice for Grant because Grant basically gets screwed out of the final five and sent to Redemption Island. Right, like last person sent to Redemption Island. Um, I put poor Andrea. Andrea comes back and just just has no chance. Like no chance at you know, all hell getting through, and it's kind of bad. Um, should have got the girls to vote Philip, not Rob. Um, basically, when Andrea came back, she tried to get the girls to vote off Rob. If she would have convinced them to vote off Philip, I think that might have played better, and I think they could have actually got Philip off. And then, potentially, because Natalie and Ashley weren't liking Philip all that much. Um, Ashley's saying all the wrong things. At part two of the episode, she said, like, all the wrong things, where she's like, oh... Andrea said we weren't making big moves, but we're in the game, and she's not. You're not. You're doing terrible. Stop it. Like You guys are doing terrible at this game, and you're basically handing Rob the win, so knock it the hell off. You're not good at this game. Sit, sit down. Um, I put Nat should have made it a 2-2 vote. Basically, Nat should have made it a 2-2 two, two vote right out. Like, tried to save Ashley in that and got rid of Philip, which I thought would have been a little more interesting than a 3-1 vote with her just turning on Ashley, which, again, just didn't make a lot of sense. Um, but obvious Rob was winning at that point. Rob, it was there was no secret at that point that Rob, that this was 
a Rob win. Rob had this, like, right down. Um, final three speeches were lousy. I put that in there. Basically, Rob and her... Rob's final three speech was just great, but the, the other two were just lousy. It was just lousy. Um, jury slamming Nat and Philip was oof. They basically spend the entire jury segment just bashing Natalie and Philip the whole time, which I think was just terrible. And then Julie was awful to Natalie. She basically said, your parents would not be proud of you, like, at all. Like, a 19-year-old making the final three. They would not be proud of you being a servant to Rob. And basically said, Rob, teach your people to not grow up like Natalie. It's like, give it a rest, girl. Like, that's terrible. And Jeff puts her in her place in the reunion show, which I thought was hilarious. And then there was the cringy proposal at the reunion show uh, where David Murphy proposes to one of the first boots of Token Sheens, which I thought was just really cringy. And you sit, see Amber sitting there, and she's just like, ugh, like, oof. It was just rough for Amber, so I put that down. And that is all my notes for this season. All right, I will now rate the win, the winner on a scale of 1 to 42. Basically, Rob's win is interesting because he, it's hard to rate it because like he plays an amazing top-tier game, but his cast was kind of like a little bit on the weaker side. But again, that's not his fault. Like, it's not his fault that the cast isn't isn't a standout, as you might think. So, my my gut wants to give him, like, a high score here. But I would say he's he's number, he's, like, I would give him, a, like, a 10. I would rate him 10 on this scale. Like, I think he's, his win is in the top 10. It's one of the, the best wins of all time. I don't believe, though, it was, like, the greatest, the greatest of wins. But I still believe it was a top-tier win in the sense that I believe it was a great win, but the cast thing kind of bogs it down a lot, which kind of takes away from the win. So now let's go over the feedback form for this quiz. So the first question is, who is the, who was the MVP of this season, winner not included? The person who received 50% of the vote was Philip Shepard. He received the MVP award for the best non-winner of the season. Second place was Andrea and Ashley and Russell were tied for third in that race. Um, who would you vote for in the final three? 75% of you still said Rob Rob, 25% you said Natalie, which I thought was interesting. So, Philip still doesn't win in that. Which tribe did you like better? Ometepe or Zapatera? Again, 75%. Vote went to Ometepe. Um, rate the winner on a scale of 1 to 10. A lot of you gave him gave him 3. Gave, a lot of you gave him 37.5% of you gave him a 9 and a 10. And I agree with you. Like I said, his his win was top notch, top tier, for sure. Um, rate the winner on a scale of one to forty two. A lot of some people said forty one. Some said second best. Some said third. Someone said actually it was kind of not sure because his win was kind of predictable, which I kind of agree with. Um, do you think the season would have played better if Rob and Russell had switched tribes? Sixty two percent of you. 0.5% of the voters said, who could tell? 
We'll never we'll never fully know what could have happened had they switched. But if you watch the season, it could have gone differently, guys. As I said, when they went out on the beach, the first thing they did was they pulled buffs. The buffs were covered. There was no reveal. Rob could have easily pulled the Zapatera item or Zapatera buff. So as I said, who could, who could really tell with this? Um, why do you think this season is ranked so low? I asked people why they thought that. Some people put too woke, um, weak cast, and bad edit. It was boring. Um, people didn't like Rob. This response I like. People didn't like Rob steamrolling with under players with underdeveloped brains. I don't necessarily think every the players have underdeveloped brains. I think they're just not overly great at this. And somebody put people don't like Robin Russ. Robin Russell I don't agree with that I think at the time everyone loved Robin Russell and everyone wanted to see this rivalry play out um and maybe and someone put maybe people hate Redemption Island I kind of agree okay I put in this scenario who would have won if Ashley got to the final three so we paint this scenario where Natalie decides to vote off Philip with Ashley they go to fire Ashley smokes Philip in fire Rob, Ashley, and Natalie are now the final three. Who wins? 75% of the voters still say Rob takes this victory with 25% saying it's Ashley. Um, What do you think of the Redemption Island twist? So this was actually split. There was three, three potential answers you could make. It was loved it, hated it, and meh. 50, they were split down the middle, 50-50 on this. 50% said meh. And 50% loved it. So nobody hated this twist. They were either indifferent about this twist or they loved this twist. Frankly, like I said, I love this. I like the twist. I think it would have played better if they ended ended it at the pre-jury. And it could have made things a lot more interesting, to say the least. Um, Russell or Rob, which, whose tribe would you want to be on? 75% of the voters said Rob. 25% of the voters said Russell. I kind of agree with that. I think if I was on a tribe, I don't want to be on Rob's tribe personally. But but here we are. Um, is this season ranked too low, too high, or just right? Um, 40, 57.1% said just right. So just right wins this. But 42.9% of the voters said it was too low. Nobody said it was too high. So we're good on that. I, and I also agree with that. I think this season is ranked way too low for that. Um, now, this this question was interesting. I put this question out there. If Who might have won if this cast was a 16-person cast and Robin Russell weren't on the cast? So this was a 16-person season with 16 original players. No Rob, no Russell. Redemption Island still probably a thing. We'll say it was. Who to win? There was a three-way tie at 25% of the vote votes for each of these. 25% of you said Matt. 25% of you said Andrea, 25% of you said Ashley, 12.5% said Natalie, and 12.5% said David. So David and Natalie were in the running on this. So there were five people in the running on this. Three were tied for first. Um, I don't agree with um, David winning. Um, I think that was a that wasn't really a uh, anyone in the running. I believe I do believe Andrea might. I actually believe Andrea could have taken this season. I also believe in full, full-heartedly Matt could have won. I also think someone who's underrated on this, who didn't get any votes on this, was Mike. Mike was could have won this season too because Mike was easily, 
easily one of the better players of the season. So I actually think it was a potential. I also believe Philip goes home first in that scenario. Every scenario of this. So now we're going on to the. We are now about to deal do the answering the fan questions from the feedback form. So the first question here is why do people discredit Rob's win? It's one of the most dominant wins in the show's history. I don't think people necessarily discredit the win. I think that people just don't like a steamroll. I think a lot of people discredit steamroll wins, especially if like they, they appear to that the cast is unintelligent. So I don't necessarily think that, like I said, I don't necessarily believe that this was a that people discredit the win. I think it's just that people just find this win to be a bit boring. Like I said, they found the season to be dull and boring, which I agree. I don't agree with. I think the season was interesting, to say the least, and I loved every second of it. Um, favorite male and female. Uh, my one of my favorite. Uh, the favorite male of the season. I'm not going to go with Robert Russell on this. I'm going to go in a different direction. My favorite male of the season is 100% Philip Shepard. Philip, she- Philip Shepard was hilarious to watch. He was entertaining. And he's he's a highly intelligent guy. And I think it shows in his second season when he comes back in season 26. It shows. And I'll dive into that more when I get to when we get to that season. Um, and favorite female, hands down. Andrea. Andrea is one of my favorites of all time. I enjoy watching her play, and I think she's she also, too, is one of the best females to play this game, to never win, one of the best females to never win. So I would put Andrea and Philip as my favorite male and female. Um, tell me your exact thoughts on Redemption Island Twist, and what could you have done differently if you were the creator of the show? Well, I think, as I said, I think the biggest thing you need need for this twist is you need to know when to stop it like the the season gets bogged down the duels weren't very interesting to say the least so there's that i think they need to make the duels a lot more interesting to for this to to catch people's eye but i also feel like it should have ended at it should have been just a pre-jury twist like they don't do twists just that end at pre-jury anymore like it's either it's got to be they they survivor feels like they need it to be a payoff at the end where the potential winner of the season comes out of Redemption Island, and Matt would have won the season. The season would have been edited a lot differently, and I think Matt would have got the end and won. But again, I don't necessarily feel like that would have like appeased people. I think that would have been a tough thing. So I think if they just ended the, if they start ending the twists pre-jury, like a twist like that pre-jury, like Edge Extinction, they ended pre-jury. That's fine. Do that because. You could still get a potential payoff with that, but I think it would play a lot better. So that's what I would do if I was creating a show, and that's what I would have done differently. Um, do you think Rob, if Ross and Rob switched tribes, how do you think the game would have went? So, as I said, first of all, I'll, I said I would dive into this later on, and because I knew this question was coming up. So, I think if Rob and Russell switch tribes, I think Zapatera doesn't throw a challenge, and I think Zapatera dominates, because Zapatera was one of the stronger tribes and was winning challenges, and had they not let their... I feel like if Rob was on their tribe, they wouldn't have let their foot off the gas. Um, I believe Philip or Russell might have been the first boot of that season, um, because I don't think Omotepe would have actually played with Russell personally, and I think Russell could not control Philip the way Rob did. 
I feel like Rob Rob had like a like a control on Philip that just Russell just could not get because Russell has just an abrasive personality to begin with. Um, so I feel like there's that, that to take in. I also think that we might get a potential Russell 1.0 in that scenario where he potentially could get to get like have like a tribe of four against a tribe of a potential four versus eight or three or three versus nine situation where he's basically in a Samoa situation. And I honestly, my heart of hearts believe that that could have been an interesting development, an interesting story arc for the season if that had happened. Unfortunately, that never did happen. And unfortunately, we'll never know for sure what could have what could have been. So I also believe that there that that is something that we could could have seen that would have been different. And I think it's worth exploring, definitely. But I don't know how they could have explored it. Um, do you think, last question on this is, do you think that the returning players are overused? No. Straight up, no. I think they do not overuse returning players. Like, they only have a few, they've only had a few all-returning season, player seasons. Um, I think the versus seasons are great in concept if you have an interesting storyline with it. So, for example, Survivor Guatemala when Bobby John Stephanie come back. That's a great storyline because they were just on the season before and they had a tear. They were on the losing Upolu tribe where they all they lost every challenge and they were the last two. That's an interesting storyline. Rob and Russell, they were rivals. Interesting storyline. Um, Philippines, they bring back three players who were medevaced. Again, interesting to see how these medevaced players evolve, evolve and change their game game up. Um the only the only dud in this um, versus scenario was uh, the season of fall, Coach and Ozzy, because they didn't have any like it wasn't it was just two random people throw them in throw them in and see what happens kind of thing, which I thought was interesting. So again, I as I said, I don't necessarily think the returning players are overused. I actually think the returning players is a great twist to say the least, and I think it could play out interesting. Okay, so now that now we got through the feedback form, it's time to announce what season ended up in 40th place based on the poll. Drummoll. <laughs> season 39, Survivor Island of the Idols. So that will be the season I will be re-watching um, this week, um, and it should be a should be an interesting one. I haven't watched it since it first first aired. It was one of the more recent seasons, of 2019. This season was just again. It was it was another the the top three the bottom three of this season are like one of the more controversial seasons. Um, Thailand and Island of the Idols and Redemption Island is just rated low because people just don't like the steamroller Rob. Um, and so this one, but the Island of the Idols is one of the more controversial seasons. We get into a lot of we get be getting into a lot of uh, touchy topics on the season. So, like I said, it's gonna should be interesting to say the least. Um, conclu- now we're on to the conclusion. As always, you can follow me on Instagram at KingFrickFresh and follow me on Twitter at eaf five hundred two. As always, if you want to be a guest on my show, simply reach out to me via my social medias. Um, what's, what's coming up next on the podcast? So we, so as I said this week, this week also, there will be the mighty, the conclusion to the Mighty Ducks Game Changers podcast, um, that will be recorded today and post, um, uploaded on Wednesday. Um, 
Yeah, there's that. Uh, there's going to be uh, Hell's Kitchen. We're going to dive right into Hell's Kitchen season three this week, as well as there will be. I'll be watching season four over the weekend, and then next week also we'll be doing um, the Survivor Island of the Idols recap, and then I'll be going over what after that. I'll be going over what's to come because there's going to be a little little scheduling change. There might be a week where there's no podcast, or I'm not rewatching podcasts because I'm going away for a weekend. Um, so just be be aware of that. And again, guys, again, I want to thank everyone for their continued support of this podcast. And I'll catch you on the flip side.